bullshit, it's all just some gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B a a a a s. This shit is trumpanas. T r u m p a n a n a s. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about politics like we're talking about reality TV. Yeah, with lots of opinions, lots mm-hmm. of baggage, mm-hmm. tons of feelings, mm-hmm. and very little actual <laughs> research of any kind or facts. But it does feel like we do lots of research, doesn't it? It does, but I don't, before. Think we, I don't think we fact check. No, no. Too well, much? we also know that's and not a thing. Who cares? We don't need to fact check because we can have alternative facts. We can right. have uh, we can have addendum facts. Yeah, we can have side facts. Mm-hmm. We can have certain uh, par- kind of facts. Facts machines. We can have facts machines. <laughs> uh, we can have all. I mean, we can. Uh, yeah. Who cares? Right. It's a never ending. If we're gonna fact check. We need a researcher. So Francesca is gonna have to d- become our researcher, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we can't be. I can't start fact checking in between drinking and my drug use. Oh my god, no! <laughs> Plus, I mean, you get into a whole thing where you'll try and fact check, and then you're, and then you're, you're, you've got someone's name, and then someone else's name, and then you, it's, too much. it's too many facts. No, no wonder why Kelly and Conway talk about alternative facts because there's too many facts. But I did want to talk to our 14 listeners about. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we're not going to always come on and be. This really isn't a conversation. This is really just us spewing verbal diarrhea and then mm. leaving and going to have mimosas. But, um, right. and I know I really want to get to Julie and her hatred for Mike Pence because it's <laughs> seething just under the surface. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> and she loves to talk about how he's going to do gay therapy on her and electroshock <laughs> treatment and then look her in the eye and be like, this is for your best interest and shit. She texts me things like this. But I just want to say to you guys that... Um, I think we have 14 listeners who they're not fans, they're friends. You know, it's basically your parents, my right. mom, my uh-huh. cousin Teen, right. Anne, mm-hmm. Tammy, mm-hmm. Lee, mm-hmm. you know, Johnny, Eric, uh-huh. the guy from James. Uh, yeah, every, Linda James. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> every just there, you guys, everyone who did the questions last week, you know who the 14 are. Mm-hmm. Then I think there's Lee. like probably a rotating five <laughs> who get. Grossed out, but who don't really know us. Maybe they came from People's Couch. Mm-hmm. They're not sure really who we are. We like them on People's Couch, but uh, this is just too vulgar. <laughs> they weren't like vulgar like that, having disgusting opinions when they were watching television shows. <laughs> this isn't what I thought at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. I think I just want to give you guys a little background because we've gotten a little bit of backlash, mainly me, <laughs> about the, um, the Bill Clinton thing. And I totally get that. And I want to validate you guys for... Safe space. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, not, I get it. I get it. Yeah. No, and certainly not for us. But um, um, I just, we, we're, we're going to be lots of times that we offend you. Mm-hmm. And just for the record, a lot of people sent me things about consent. And you're right. Um, but I just want to say that I consider 
um, what Bill Clinton did, coerced consent. Mm-hmm. If we're going to use consent as a as a people love talking about test. consent, and right. believe me, we have been the the finger has been <laughs> wagged at us about we, consent. I've got an issue with not getting consent, <laughs> so I, I take it personally. Um, I've been known not to give not to get consent, and I've also been known to do coerced consent on people. That's how I know what it is, but. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's coerced consent given the extreme power dynamic. Mm-hmm. And so I don't really – I get that I grossed you guys out and, you know, <laughs> don't like Bill Clinton. And so I totally get that and I just want you to know um, you can stop sending me emails about consent because I think that it that consent still wasn't an issue – was an issue with Monica Lewinsky Yes, and because he was the president. She was an intern. He fucked her in the Oval Office and she like apparently like 98 percent of – girls or boys in this world would have let him do it because well, they were under his weird coerced control. Well, yeah, well, yeah. He, he's the most Even though power, she whatever, consented. we've been into it. But right. I just want you guys to know, right. we're going to do this a lot and for our 14 friends. <laughs> they know, Julie and me, and that we are, we commonly take a very unpopular opinion mm-hmm. um, to like Johnny on, if you've heard us on um, Gayest of All Time, we constantly like offend him because, like for example, here's a here's a here's a big one. Okay, our favorite Kardashian. Yeah, if you think stop right now, think to yourself, who's your favorite Kardashian? Got it, Francesca. Got it. Okay, Julie. Who is ours? Chris. Chris Jenner. People. Oh, <gasps> Francesca's agreeing. <laughs> That's why Francesca's it. our producer. So we we like Chris Jenner. Everybody hates Chris Jenner. Mm-hmm. Everybody we think. You know, like the common thing is to like kind of like the kids, but you think they're gross. <laughs> but you really just put all your gross feelings onto Chris and you blame Chris for everything. She's a terrible bad. mother. Yeah, she, she did, all did everything. Yeah. So right. she's our favorite. Another unpopular opinion we mm. like to do is um, Brad, Angelina, Jen triangle. Ah. Mm-hmm. Our favorite. <laughs> Angelina. Yeah. People hate Angelina. She's, they do. She's, she, people love hating Angelina. They love to hate Angelina. They love loving Jen and Brad. Brad's America's angel sweetheart, yeah, it's squeaky not clean. Sweetheart. Exactly. Right. Meanwhile, people don't realize he fucks every extra on every movie and is a skank. Uh, real quick, you know, just to wrap it up, a couple other very unpopular people that we've been known to like. Snooki? Uh-huh. Even also- with her new teeth? Yeah. Um, Paris Hilton, <laughs> we loved. Love. I love Paris Hilton. Don't care. Loved her when people... You brought Paris lo- Hilton yeah. to the world. I don't care. Like, I read I her dumb book. I was. I'll right. do quotes out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, always walk into a room like you're wearing a, a tiara or a crown. I do. So, mm-hmm. you know, get used to, like, getting a confused, gross feeling <laughs> when we come through with a with an unpopular opinion. It's, it's the just- log line for our show now. Dumb gay politics, confused... Gross yeah, opinions. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's kind of a cornerstone of who we are, it's and true. then the thing that makes it doubly annoying is then we're smug. It gives us a superior <laughs> vibe because we think if you if you're not in on knowing that Chris Jenner is the best, then you know you must not know as much as us. So we're assholes like that, and it's it's you know don't beat yourself up for getting offended. We're not going to beat you up, but I just want you to know no. it's going to probably continue to happen. Okay, let's uh, get to eye of the shit storm. God, I hate Mike Pence. <laughs> I fucking hate that piece of shit. Ass tits, cunt, cock, motherfucker, shit, ass tits, motherfucker, shit. Come on, pickety fuck, pickety fuck, pickety fuck, pickety fuck, 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 shit, motherfucker, ass tits. All right. Well, this week there are a lot of equally sized nobules being lobbed around. 
But we decided the biggest piece at the center of it all was Trump's apprentice-style live TV announcement for his new Supreme Court nominee. Okay. Okay, so it's not that it hasn't been done, because George Bush did do it in 2005. Okay. But Trump did a primetime TV special (laughs) to announce Neil Gorsuch Mm -hmm. as his official new apprentice for the Supreme Court. 33 million people fucking tuned in. And that's just on TV and cable. I mean, this shit was on CBC, NBS, <laughs> ABT, PBR, RCRM, MNU, News Time, News Booze, News Time, News Boat, like Booze. That's what I watched it on. Top of the Roof, <laughs> Building News, Red Ladder, News Ladders, News Window, all of it. Show up the scenery, meow, meow. I can't. That's exactly what I was like. What else am I looking at? Cloud news. News. Raining. Raining news. It's raining. It's raining news. Uh, Hallelujah. It's raining news. Uh, Amen. Tall, dark lies and shit. When they rode in the separate cars. Now, yes. I can't. So if you guys didn't watch it. I didn't even see this part. Julie said they had the both candidates racing towards. Now, that was what was, this is what I read. This is what I read, and it was in many sources, including rain, the news rain and roof news. So there was the, the other, the, the other runner-up, the runner-up, as we, exactly. we heard his name, Thomas Hardiman. And he um, was told, you need to get to D.C. with the other guy, Neil Gorsuch, because we Trump doesn't know which one of you it's going to be, and you both need to be there. Yeah, and the press were following them both in the cars. They were following him in the cars. This guy, Hardiman, stopped for gas in Connecticut? But, but Pennsylvania, <laughs> yeah. and they got out and were like, and he had been driving for four hours, I guess he's from Pittsburgh, and they were like, hey, bud, oh, yeah, you didn't get the rose, man, you didn't oh, get the rose, shit. you can turn around and go home. And now he's going to, you know what, you guys, don't be sad, if you were, for him, he's going to get to be the new Bachelor. That's right. We all know if you're second place. <laughs> right, you get to be the Bachelor yeah, Judge. Yeah, you'll be the star of the next Which is season. genius, Bachelor Judge, he's in a robe, <laughs> holding a gavel and a rose, then it's a group of um, copyright. People. We already sent this to the Writers Guild guys. Don't <laughs> try and write it. All the people back. trying to get with him are all felons. <laughs> That's and good. He, you know what I mean. And then he has to no, knock all off. Trying to get pardoned or, or yeah, knock, knock off, guilty, knock off, knock and guilty. then finally the one with the least crime or the most crime wins. Okay, go ahead. All right. So basically, the event itself. Again, if you didn't watch, we're just recapping for you. Um, because the event itself was really the news because ultimately this guy and Judge Julie will weigh in on him in a one minute quick rundown <laughs> judgy thing of him. But he hasn't been confirmed. He has to go through all these hoops. Right. The thing was the event. Yes. And ultimately it was very dry. It was, Ugh. you know, braggadocious Trump in front of a podium. This guy's amazing. Yeah. He's incredible. Just, he is actually perfect. He is perfection. <laughs> there was nothing more perfect than Neil Gorsuch. He is perfection. If there's a word perfection in the dictionary, he's next to it. No one's picture. ever nominated a better Supreme no, Court No guy. one's ever been uh, taller or wider <laughs> or more Christian. Oh, my God. Or, then he's standing behind Trump. It's The audience is filled to the brim, overflowing look with, at the, with white. All white. Old. Men. Yeah. There were two women in the room. We clocked two women. One was Antonin Scalia's uh, widow, Tris. Widow, widow. Widow? Yeah, Widow Tress. And then there was one other lady, like, taking pictures on her iPhone, probably from Trump's, like, 
gaggle of lady interns who you might see st- sitting behind him at everything press conference he has, just being like, <laughs> this is fun. So Neil Gorsuch, the guy that he nominated, just so you guys know, is Anton and Scalia <laughs> was the other Supreme Court, because, you know, they, they're there till they die. They roll them out on fucking stretchers. Oh, be 107. look at Ruth Gator- Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. I mean, she is being rolled out. And like so she is hanging on by a thread. Up, someone's taking her hand and signing things. <laughs> right. So basically, like, Constitution. <laughs> so I'm alive. Mm-hmm. So sh- w- once they die, and this guy abruptly died, then right. they have to get you know another the new person. One. So I just want to say that I yes. don't didn't know any of this, and always thought, mm. and I'm talking about always. Okay, that Anton that they were saying Supreme Court justices Ant- <laughs> Anton and Scalia, <laughs> and I'd be always like, oh my god, that's so weird. They're like a pair, like you can do like a <laughs> Batman like a and duo? Robin. Yeah, it was I like a comedy yeah, troupe. I was like, it's so weird. It's kind of like me and Julie could be on like the Supreme Court if we wanted, and we could be together, and we wouldn't have to separate. And it was Anton oh, and Scalia. I always thought it was that's amazing. I wish that it was. It also sounds like a steakhouse. <laughs> It like, does. you know what I mean? We're going to Anton and Scalia. They have the <laughs> like, best porterhouse. Like Ruth's Chris. Confusing, <laughs> yeah, exactly. weird steakhouse. Yes. All right. So that's, he is we like have to wrap it up. But um, uh, the basic thing then with, with, with Neil Gorsuch, obviously there was the, uh, the, we, the show. Uh, he's conservative. People generally like him just to if you don't know anything about it. People in general like him. He's apparently like a likable guy. He has every pristine Ivy League education went to school with Obama he, he went to school literally with Obama they're classmates I would love to know how Obama feels about him you know he thinks he's a fucking well bitch. however Obama feels is how I feel and <laughs> well, I know wish we could get him to call in um, he uh, he's rich he drives apparently he drives around in a gold convertible Mercedes just to let you know him. you must ew. like that. <laughs> ew after he stood back there with his wife looking like a bible yeah, well, that study was, yes. like a youth Bible study minister and his wife and I was just like they are they I have so much baggage with youth Bible study I just got creeped out they, I couldn't yeah. stand his wife she never smiled with her teeth right that's just I don't know are you possessed did someone coach you to do that yeah like You're she not wakes happy up, she looks in the mirror it's just like I'm going to smile today <laughs> I love my husband <laughs> and my life. <laughs> I will not drink. I will pick up the kids from school. I'm not going to get that water bottle filled with vodka out of my trunk. I don't know what this word orgasm means. (laughs) I've never visited there. I I don't know what it is. Neil, he definitely doesn't know what it is. And now I find out that motherfucker drives around in a convertible gold Benz. Apparently so. Oh, uh -uh, uh-uh, honey. There are some skeletons in that trunk. Oh, well, come on. Absolutely, absolutely. Girl so, is hitting the club on Friday. <laughs> He's running out in his gold Mercedes. Come on. Uh, the main thing is for you all to know, and why I don't like him, is that he is, um, his huge sort of thing that he believes in is the religious of freedom, the religious freedom acts. He's really into that. And if you don't know what that is, just look it up. But basically the gist of it is, if you, as you're, they want to support legally as a religious person, I believe, you know, my my belief says that being homosexual is wrong and having an abortion is wrong. So if I then as a gay person come into your world and want to buy a slice of pizza or need to get you as a doctor, you as a doctor could say it's against my belief to touch you because you're gay. Or like you have birth control because (laughs) they don't believe uh, in sex before They don't want all of that that. stuff. So I find that to be absolutely uh, reprehensible and despicable. And so for that... 
for that reason, I'm out. He, <laughs> hey, you know what? Thank you. Um, thank you, Kevin. And so how about um, this? Thank you, Barbara. Gavel, gavel. Get out of my courtroom, Neil. Neil. Pack and up your, name's your knives Neil. and go. Also, yeah, Neil. Um, also, just before we go, we're so far over. We're probably all right, whatever. All right, all right, all right. But he doesn't let you. What's the thing called when you can kill yourself? with dignity? Oh, he also doesn't believe in assisted suicide and he wants that against law. Also, not right. You're yeah, I an love asshole. Assisted suicide. Of course. That is like my jam. Like, that is what I will run for. That would be my political If we platform. were Antonin and Scalia on the Supreme right. Court, me uh, and you, I'm let me. Scalia. Fine. I'm Anton. I'm <laughs> Anton. Anton. I'm Susan Anton. Here's what's happening. Hey, guess what? Drugs, legal. Kill yourself, legal. Right. Religious, go, fucking not tax. A real career. Pay taxes. Yeah, prostitution, <laughs> legal. What else? Gay, good. Yeah, thank Get God. fucked in the ass every yeah. day. Suck a dick. Sodomy, Open definitely loads. legal. What else? Oh, yeah, sodomy, legal. What else is there? That's all good. We are good. You know, don't do plastic bags and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't do plastic bags and stuff. Done. Gavel. I mean, God, we should be on the Supreme Court. I wish we could be on the Supreme Court. God. All right. Time for Brandy and I to ride a tiny bicicletta to ski. <laughs> yes, this is our new segment called Time for Scoo, where a live person teaches us something. And today we are talking to our professor for the day, Mr. Chase Oliver. That's great. Chase is a listener of Dumb Gay Politics, and he tweeted us back to say he wanted to come on the show to talk about small government. Because last week I made the comment that I wanted a conservative to call us and tell us what exactly they wanted the government to spend money on because they say they want small government, but they want it just big enough to be up everyone's pussies. Okay, so the only person that's pro-small government that we could get to call us is a gay libertarian who's running for <laughs> Congress in Georgia. That is correct. <laughs> hey, Chase. Thank you for calling. Hey, how you doing, you guys? We're doing amazing. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm just a little hungover because it was the Super Bowl last night and it was a big thing, but I'm doing great. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Everyone had that, right? Um, okay, so I'm going to ask right off the bat. Now, Julie said, like we said, for a conservative to call us and tell us what they wanted the government to spend money on, if anything. But then you tweeted us that you wanted to call, but you're a libertarian. So are libertarians considered conservative? Well, um, fiscally, you could say we were conservative. Um, socially, you know, we're a lot more liberal than, uh, than conservative, for sure. Like, we're pro-choice, we're pro-gay rights, um, we're anti-war, but in terms of money, and in terms of what the government spends money on, we want a balanced budget, we want, you know, the government to spend uh, less than what they take in so we can pay down this giant debt that's been accruing over a long period of time. So, uh, I guess you could say we're conservative when it comes to money and business, but we're liberal when it comes to, like, Social stuff and sex and drugs and all that stuff. Sex and drugs. So, Chase, do you find that yeah. like uh, and what? For, let's just to backtrack a little bit. What is a libertarian? So a libertarian is someone who um, the basic political philosophy of libertarianism is that 
Um, an individual is free to do anything they want to do so long as it doesn't harm or infringe upon the rights of another person. So, um, for instance, uh, drug policy. We really don't support the war on drugs. We think it's a big waste of God, money. God, I think I might be libertarian. I know we might become libertarians. Go <laughs> yeah. on. I feel that you're turning us yeah, both so, on. I mean, Go ahead, uh, Chase. Yeah, for instance, we, we don't believe in the war on drugs because <laughs> we don't think the government should be prosecuting somebody for a crime that if they do it in their own home, you know, I don't care. Like I don't sodomy. care if you're shooting up heroin in your own living room. As long as you don't get behind the wheel of a car, make it dangerous, you know, yeah. driving around. If you're only hurting yourself, by all means, hurt yourself. Agreed. You know, that's your body, your right. What? It's the same reason why we're pro-choice. You know, we believe in bodily autonomy. We don't believe that the government should have the right to tell you whether you can or can't have an abortion. Okay, but well, let me just ask side, you this. My, my, this is, okay, keep going. And yeah, I'm sorry. And this is the side that kind of where liberals will get more upset with libertarians. We don't support government funding of Planned Parenthood. Oh, but that doesn't okay. mean we don't support Planned Parenthood. Right. We just think that that money should come more from the, uh, you know, from the individual people. I think if your taxes were half as high as they were, you'd have a lot more money to donate to Planned Parenthood or whatever organization you'd want to. So you just ultimately Does want lower sense? taxes. It sounds, you sound like exactly like my dad who loves – well, he's a fucking liar, but he loves to say he's like <laughs> socially you know, liberal and fiscally responsible or conservative or whatever – so I think a lot of, you know, younger Republicans will probably try and say that. So why aren't they just libertarians? Because A, no one knows what libertarians are, and B, because no one can fuck with a third party. Is that why? I mean, I definitely Yeah, I think a lot was. of people I think a lot of people are scared of third parties. I think a lot of people are scared of voting third party. They think their vote is wasted. And uh, I think it's it's, you know, I understand their concern, but I think if you live in a non-swing state, if you you, you know, you guys are live in California, Mm-hmm. You know, so we should just a Republicans never going to win. And Republicans never going to really win there. Right. But if you vote Libertarian, you can still make a statement and say, you know what, I support, you know, this without being a racist, crazy bigot. So you know, I feel like the Republican Party has kind of gotten hijacked by the more conservative religious element, and I think that's turning a lot of young people off. So I'm hope I'm just trying to tell young people who maybe aren't quote unquote liberals there is another option out there. I'm, and, I'm feeling you know. it. No, I like it too. I did see though a few times on TV. I would see like a few like because watching like Gary Johnson and their whole uh, campaign and some of the, the the groups of people that were in there. I did I did get a sense there was like a militia situation going on. I mean, Julie wrote a question called, "Do you feel weird that your party's full of morons?" <laughs> so, well, I think I. I mean, Honestly, to be, I, think all, I mean, I think every party has got morons. That's true. True. That is very true. Republicans You're the so, most. <laughs> I, they all yeah, opinion. I agree with you, Chase. I mean, sorry, but I mean, I was just watching and 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 just to just to be real and no disrespect, but I thought Gary Johnson was a moron. So how do you? Nice guy, and they obviously like want people to have rights or whatever. But I wasn't feeling like the leadership was. Even quite as articulate as your yeah, being. Yeah, you should have been the candidate. Honestly, God damn you it. should run for president as a libertarian <laughs> ticket because I'm well, so I into running, everything you say. I'm running for Congress and trying to raise the funds to do that. So, and uh, okay. I'm hoping more young people will be out there to do that. And I, I liked Gary Johnson. I actually met William Weld, his running mate, when he came and spoke in, uh, down here in Atlanta. And uh, he, he was a very articulate guy. I feel like a lot of the moments that the mainstream public got to see of Gary Johnson were like his dumbest, gaffiest moments. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, I feel like, I mean, obviously Trump is just one walking idiot moment. I don't understand how he got elected. But, um, you know, We're- traditionally politics, you, you know, for every dumb, stupid thing Joe Biden did, there was always like a nice 
heartwarming story about Uncle Joe and how great he is. I feel like Gary Johnson just never really got that proper introduction as much as he could. Yeah, that's um, right. That's an uphill battle. And, and I like a lot of his ideas, but I also think he himself, you know, screwed the pooch a little bit. Like he made a lot of mistakes that I don't think a seasoned politician would have made. Right. He, that you can't afford to do. Yeah, no. And he seems, know. and in my opinion, he seemed um, weak. And not a good leader. He just seemed like there's sometimes people in Joe Biden, for example, in my opinion, he could do some stupid shit and fall asleep during Congress because he's on pills or like say shit that's weird. But he seemed like a leader. Some people just seem like you feel safe with them even when they do stupid shit. Obviously, Trump, not one of them. And in my opinion, Weld or Johnson didn't. I didn't get that from them. But you what seem you're like saying, a leader, though, Chase, yeah, and you everyone do. Everyone out in Georgia. Well, everyone can contribute to your campaign. And now, everyone out in Georgia should vote for you. Uh, and th- talking yeah. about being a libertarian in Congress, a is there even one in Congress now? And b what would happen if you got into Congress as a libertarian? How would that affect the landscape of how the Congress works and or looks like? Okay, so there is no current libertarians in the Congress, uh, either the House or the Senate right now. That is fucked up. I hope the first one's gay, and it's you. (laughs) Yes, me too. (laughs) And uh, but if if I were elected to Congress, um, I would basically have to decide which party I would caucus with, either the Republicans or the Democrats. Mm. Um, Right now, I'm probably leaning towards caucusing. Honestly, uh, I would have to sit down with the leadership of both parties and discuss what issues we want to talk about going forward. Cause if it's going to be all abortion bans or religious bullshit from the Republicans, then I'll be happy to caucus with the Democrats and fight against that all day long. But if it's going to be more, let's, you know, simplify the tax code. Let's talk about these issues a little bit more. It depends on what the parties in power want to focus on. So, wait, real I want quick, to get the most work done. so you don't, so you would be considered like a swing person, right? Like a I would be considered like a what? Like a person who can switch their vote, like. Yeah, well, yeah, I could I could caucus with one party or the other because, uh, you know, you have to you have to caucus with one side or the other in order to vote for leadership. But you can't and go back the, and uh, forth. Committees and things like that. You can't go you, back. You could you could you could, oh. you could switch back and forth. Um, like a true. If you gay, do that though, I like imagine they wouldn't like you for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, my, I know we have to wrap it up, but I have one more. We ha- we're halfway through. Oh. Oh. Okay. Good. Go. Oh, sorry. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Sorry, Chase. Obviously, I'm also running for Congress under the retarded slash idiot moron category. Um, This is the person who said, how do you feel your party's filled with morons? No, just kidding. We should edit this out. Uh, (laughs) No, listen, I own own my shit. Um, I wanted to ask you if you could explain the difference between libertarians and the Green Party, because I think a lot of young people tend to go and feel compelled by the Green Party because it speaks to them and their liberal side, but maybe they just don't understand what libertarianism has yeah, to offer them. Yeah, I wanted to put on to that. Did you and your party feel annoyed <laughs> that old what's-her-ass... Jill Stein. Jill Stein got more... Like, the Green Party sort of got more play as the up-and-coming, like... Third party. Third party. Was that annoying? Well, I feel like... I okay, so, so, first off, Jill Stein, let me just say off the bat, Another she thinks moron. Wi-Fi gives you cancer. <laughs> yeah, no, so I feel... So, we're going to talk about <laughs> young candidates. <laughs> Agreed. No, I think she's a full moron. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay, as long as we're in agreement there. But uh, oh, yeah. the Green Party, I feel like um, they are in... Uh, fiscally, and when it comes to where government invests, they are a lot more big government programs. I would say even more so than the Democrats. They, they like to put their money into big government intervention into things. Whereas libertarians feel like the private market is a better way to kind of allocate resources. Um, for instance, when it comes to like global warming, I think climate change is real. I think most libertarians, I think most Americans, other than really, really, really dumb people, well, think that climate change is real. 
It's just we feel that instead of having a large government, you know, uh, mandate do this, do that, a private market actually solves that problem itself a lot. Like, okay, uh, so let me ask you right now the main question. Mm-hmm. So this is where Julie comes in and then saying, "What?" So this is the real question: What do you want government to spend? our tax money on what is the thing that you guys what's the top of your pops for like the money okay so in terms of the federal government it's uh, pretty well laid out in the constitution what the federal government has the right to do um a military we do need that i don't think we need as one as big as we have but i support having a military defend us um infrastructure is a great idea um maybe not the infrastructure we're going to get from trump where it's going to go to all his buddies but mm-hmm. infrastructure is a good idea you know we should be building the roads and highways and bridges things like that well he wants that um, to be private market but okay don't let me interrupt you keep going but um you know and, and there is um you know the constitution basically lays out what the federal government has the right to do and everything else should really be left to the states to decide so what i want is i just you know in, in a libertarian ideal world the federal government is much, much smaller, and the states themselves have a lot more empowerment to be able to um, service the community. And that's because states are a lot more accountable. It's a lot easier to vote out your, your mayor or your local state senator than it is to vote out uh, you know, a congressperson or a president. Yeah, that's um, so true. We just want more local accountability. So you take those responsibilities that the federal government currently has, and you give it back to the states to do. And, and when you do that... You create 50 different ways of doing things, and those that work the best will get adopted by the states who are not doing so well. Does that make sense? It does. I feel like I'm just going to talk out of my ass here. Now here's my time for Brandy Moore on time. Um, not that this hasn't been the whole time. Um, I definitely know why my dad's not a libertarian because he wants all the money to go to the army and the military. So anytime anyone's mm-hmm. talking about having a smaller military, that's going to shut that motherfucker down. <laughs> Um, also I feel like now, even though I, I really like what you're saying and I, I, I'm into it. I just think the constitution's from like a hundred million years ago. <laughs> and what I know from living in California and we have super high taxes here and we always have a 100,000 fucking like, you know, things we vote on at the end of, you know, like all Game, of it, yeah. all the little bags, yeah, the all the, whatever the, they're the called odds and ends. Yeah. So <laughs> I find that in California, we're we're way more into voting on infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure <laughs> rather than like we love voting on like, are we going to do construction on the 405 and what are we going to do with the Burbank Airport and what about the fast train that goes up to San Francisco? Like that's what lo- – I find that that's what local people – because you're looking around at what you need locally. So for the government to be – to spend all the tax money on infrastructure rather than something like Planned Parenthood, which is – or un- what about unemployment? No, or- unemployment so- is state level, I think. I thought the federal government uh, has a hand in that. We should kill ourselves. <laughs> but I just think infrastructure should kind of be, instead of, I agree with everything, like a lot of what you're saying, yeah. but I think that's where I know, where I can see where my own tax dollars should go locally. All I see is infrastructure, whereas, like, you know, federally, I see, it's like, sort broader of a, things. Right, the for- forest for the trees, kind of. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Yeah. Um, so I will say this. Uh, yes, we libertarians are definitely anti-war. I'm sure that's why your dad does not vote libertarian. He probably thinks we're a bunch of pussies who don't want to do it. Yeah, we just think the military should be a lot smaller. It's really fucking bloated. But uh, in terms of what you're talking about, like I, I, I understand what you're saying. I feel your concerns. I just feel that you know, when libertarians, broadly speaking, feel that your dollars should be more decided by you. Like I, I understand that we want PBS and we want the National Endowment for the Arts, but... If that money were just given back to you, why can't you just 
donate it to whatever charity or whatever group you want. Right. And I think if we all had a lot more money in our pockets and the tax burden was a lot less on everyone, we would have money to spend. And trust me, I donate myself to Planned Parenthood and other groups like that. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I support that kind of stuff. And, and I, I see where you're coming from. I understand the difference. And uh, I'm just glad that we can talk, you know. I don't feel like Republicans and Democrats can talk. At least libertarians and Democrats can talk with one another. I, do, feel like I do, too. And I do feel like what you're saying and what you're, the, the, the thesis of libertarianism is also more open to maybe uh, evolving and changing more than Democrats and Republicans are capable of. I want to ask you one more thing, which is do libertarians believe that religious institutions and faith-based institutions should be tax-exempt? Um, that's a tough question, and that's going to come down to each individual. I don't really know if there's a party platform to that. Well, how do you feel, But for me, Mr. I think, <laughs> for me personally, I don't see why they're not taxed. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're, I mean, um, if, they're, <laughs> if, they're, if they're a nonprofit, then uh-huh. that's one thing. Nonprofits have a different tax base, but if you are making a profit, and I don't see why you shouldn't be taxed. You're a corporation just like anyone else. Yeah. So, I mean, to me personally... I wouldn't be against it. No, uh, if that if that bill came in front of me, I would probably vote yes to tax the churches. Well, Chase, um, thank you so much for being our teacher today. I feel like we 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 learned a lot, and we <laughs> wish you the best of luck on your run for Congress in Georgia. Yeah, everybody everybody in Georgia who can vote, vote for Chase. Please, yeah. we're going to send him. Yeah, some... I have a Facebook page. Oh, go. If oh. anybody wants to add it, it's just Chase Oliver Libertarian. And there's a link to donate to the campaign if you'd like to donate, which would be a great thing to help get a third-party voice out there. Because uh, I'm trying to replace Tom Price's seat, who's the crazy Republican who's becoming the Health and Human Services Ugh. Secretary under Donald Trump. Yeah, that would be so, so anybody fucking that can awesome. Be, you know, that would be awesome. Well, we're going to follow your your successes, and we're going to donate, and we're going to donate, and we would love to. I hope that you'll call in again, and we can have more discussions as if as we can time get him on. elected. Maybe we could make prove that people listen to this podcast. We can get like fourteen people, maybe. To <laughs> would bucks. you hire us to be the Libertarian <laughs> podcast for your office? We'll we'll work in your office. We'll do we'll we'll do anything you want once you become a member of Congress if you'll hire us. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, God. I'd love to have you ladies there. We need a new career. (laughs) Okay, we love you, Chase. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was amazing talking to you. We'll talk to you again. All right, you guys have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Now let's read some Trump tweets. Trump treats. Trump treats. Let's read some Trump treats. Who wants to read some Trump treats, people? Anyone want to read some Trump treats? I know I do. I want some Trump treats. Now it sounds like a treat. It sounds good. Let's read some Trump treats. Mmm, so, 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 so. There were many asinine Trump tweets in the last week, but for the sake of topical organization, we're going to stick to the half a dozen regarding the clusterfuck that is the Muslim travel ban. So basically, as we told you probably terribly last week, (laughs) Trump issued an executive order. Tweet that, Trump. Banning Trump issued an executive order banning travel from seven Muslim-majority countries for 90 days and suspending all the refugees admi- refugee admissions for 120 days. Yes. Well, then the night we recorded last week's podcast, Attorney General Sally Yates came out and said she would, couldn't, in good conscience, defend this travel ban. She basically said that it would go against her job, which is to uphold the law, seek justice, and stand for what is right. And then what happened? 
Trump fired her. Hey, you're fired. Hey, yeah, you're fired. I'm surprised he didn't tweet that. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he, he didn't tweet a it. Golden too. opportunity. You're correct. Fail. Fail, President Trump. That's the golden first major fail he that did. That would have been fucking hilarious. Sorry, I'd have been offended. Yet said, good one, good one, buddy. So, so, um, so basically, he said she betrayed. He said she betrayed the Department of Justice. Like, I'm. Um, that is so like bad girls tr- club. Like, you did not have my back. Yeah. You, you disrespected me. You betrayed me. And in a historical movie, fucking fired her. So then five days later, so this is like the the day we recorded the podcast last week. Uh-huh. Five days later, on this past Friday, a federal judge in Seattle, of course it's Seattle, I'm surprised it's not a lesbian, <laughs> <laughs> blocked the Seven Nations ban with another ban called a restraining order. Right. So right now, the travel ban is suspended. Yes. And Trump is pissed, and we've got the treat, tweet, treats, we got the treats <laughs> to pl- prove it. Right. God. Right. Hit us, meow, meow. When a country is no longer able to say who can and who cannot come in and out, especially for reasons of safety and security, big trouble. <laughs> the opinion of the so-called judge, which essentially takes law enforcement away from our country, is ridiculous and will be overturned. Now, that's the most egregious one. Let's I just mean, take so-called judge? You can't do that. No. Can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You You're can the president. Dumb, inarticulate tweets all day, I guess. But you just... He just makes it so personal and so inappropriate that... And he constantly uh, undermines, d- undermines the fucking government, government that he's running. He's 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 appalled and I mean literally shocked. He he honestly to his core cannot believe that anyone can stop his complete and utter control domination. And power. Yeah. yeah, you're not the king, sir. He, he thinks you're he is. not a fucking emperor. He thinks he's above the law. This isn't a monarchy. He doesn't know what checks and balances no. are. And but however, if the judge ruled in favor of him, he'd say, "What an amazing great judge. Good call. He knows what to do. That's Excellent. Exactly. Tremendous. Fabulous. It all it works. He hates them when he work against them, but he loves them when they work and for him." And he honestly him. can't believe that he he isn't the king. Okay, go. These are all on the same day, mind you. What is our country coming to when a judge can halt a homeland security travel ban and anyone, even with bad intentions, can come into U.S.? <laughs> again, I, again, I mean, okay. it's just like, when is a country coming to when a judge can halt a home? Because that's called the law, sir. Yeah, what are you talking to, about? pretty much what we've been doing Wh- since what's 1776. Ca- yeah, uh, when a judge can pass a judgment because he's the judge and he's upholding the law. You fuckface. Because the ban was lifted by a judge, many very bad and dangerous people may be pouring into our country. A terrible decision. They're pouring in. Oh, they're pouring all the in. Bad people. Yeah, they're pouring in, and now they're running the government. Yeah, and they're pouring out of people's vaginas because no one's allowed to get an abortion. <laughs> okay. The judge opens up our country to potential terrorists and others that do not have our best interests at heart. Bad people are very happy. Well, I'm bad, and I'm not that happy. No, I wish that were true. Actually, well, everyone in the government isn't happy, and they're all bad too. What do you bad people? Yes, there's a bad people meeting, and they're all going, "Yay, the ban." <laughs> Just cannot believe a judge would put our country in such peril. If something happens, blame him and court system. People pouring in. Bad. At this point, I feel like they're um, planning a terrorist attack yeah, no so shit. that they can be like, see, fuck <laughs> yeah, you, Seattle. I'm sure they would. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. They, I would say that, they, that, that I wouldn't put it past them. I have instructed Homeland Security to check people coming into our country very Carefully. All caps. The courts are making the job very difficult. Can you believe the courts would make it difficult for you to have full reign like you're an emperor, like you're Alexander or Caesar? 
<gasps> all right, so we got to go. Those were basically all on the same day. But then after that, he said, enjoy the Super Bowl, and then we continue to make America great again. Fantastic, you guys. So those tweets were um, definitely lame, but it's time to get in some, to some news that is seriously fucking tragic. Tragic! This is the part of the show where we tell you about things that you might not have noticed, but are fucking tragic. <laughs> I seriously doubt anyone on the planet noticed this because it wasn't on a single news show, at least on TV, that I watch. Um, it was being passed around on social media a bit, but only to the hardest of the core, like <laughs> Meow Meow, who got it sent to her. Okay, so here's the tragedy. The Arkansas legislator j- legislature just passed, yes, passed, a new abortion bill banning abortions after 14 weeks. And it Boo. allows the parents... Here's the kicker. It allows, Not really, because after 14 weeks is a kicker, too. Well, that is true. Obviously, I my head is... Our, my it's head three and kickers. vagina three are kickers. exploding. But I love abortions at 22 weeks. Those are, like, my favorite ones. Like, I like the latest of the term. Like, as yeah. far as you can go. <laughs> Absolutely. If you can pull it out and it's alive and you have to kill it outside, <laughs> those are the best. <laughs> my God. And it allows the parents of minors and husbands... To sue the women to prevent her from seeking an abortion. Let that sink into you, okay? And it allows the parents of minors, baby daddies, and rapists to sue the doctor for performing said abortion. So basically in lesbian terms, Ah! (laughs) rapists can rape and possibly get paid for it. So I might have to move to Arkansas and become a rapist. Oh, no, because you have to impregnate before you could really monetize that. Well, you could get a turkey baster strap-on and really try and do some damage. Um, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. I know. I tried to, like, tell Julie, like, I'm not against, like, men having rights. And Julie, I honestly thought her eyeballs were going to explode like a cartoon out of her eye socket. She's like, no, I'm sorry. You are not. I am not going to have a baby because you told me to. No. Um, that is correct. Obviously, men have rights, like, being alive and stuff. But... <laughs> Um, in this particular case, now we had a nice discussion about this and I have to say there was one thing we came up with, which I thought you made an amazing point. I mean, I came up with it, but you did agree. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you should <laughs> yeah. say, because I think you're right, but just let's start. So starting with this abortion, obviously this is despicable and it's starting here. And I did go to find out that, uh, also the name of the, the, the name of the, the, the no. amendment or whatever is called the unborn child protection from dismemberment abortion act. Yeah. They are so gross, dude. Like, it's just like... Well, I mean, you did say you wanted to take a baby and throw it and kill it in the street. Yeah, because of my rage. <laughs> I mean, I can't... I will... F- so, and the fact that they, and the, the suing and you can be like, if you're if you're a husband and you impregnate your wife and then she goes and gets abortion, the husband can go and sue the abortion doctor. Yeah, and, and, and he can also, before she gets the abortion, because he's following her and looking all on her social media right. and her texts, he can stop her from getting the abortion. Now, I want you to know that... Um, in Arkansas, more than 680 of these actual abortions were performed in 2015. So that's just to let you know in Arkansas that the, these abortions, and they're called dilation and evacuation terminations. You mean like after 14 weeks? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, so just a real quick backstory. The whole thing is Roe v. Wade. The deal with Roe v. Wade is that you can get an abortion to 22 weeks. Now, 
a baby is actually, despite what Julie and I joke about, because we're obviously disgusting people, <laughs> a baby can't live outside the womb earlier than 22 weeks. So even though they say save a life and all this stuff, and, and I mean, I get it, but the baby can't survive. So even though you are terminating a pregnancy, that isn't an actual viable life because it can't survive outside of the womb. Yeah, if you so gave, that's why 22 weeks is the Right, is the so if you gave end. birth to it, it would not be able to couldn't live on its own. Just right. like, I'm sorry, I had to put down my dog who couldn't walk and drink and so live on his own. It. <laughs> but listen. It's depressing. I get it. It's depressing. You don't want to have an abortion, but this is not, this is unacceptable. Right. Like you have to think it through. So basically, the good point that I made, yes, because I was like, "Oh, husbands can have rights," and I damn near got <laughs> strangled. Um, okay, so I was like, "Okay, they, they can't. do not." But I do have a thing with like I do have a, a baggage and hang up with like with abortion and with because L.A. is the land of gold diggers, yes, and we know a lot of them. And I just think if a if a guy wears a condom and makes every effort to, to use a prophylactic or birth control, and the, the hole ends up in the condom or it gets poked in it or whatever. And he go and the woman comes and says, I'm pregnant. And he says, I don't want to raise a child. I can't afford. I don't want to be associated with you. Mm-hmm. And the woman insists on having the baby and then thinks she's going to get a check every month. I believe that a man should be able to say, I wore a condom. It broke. I made every effort to not have a baby. I don't want to be in this baby's life. Forfeit all his rights to the kid and then not pay Money to her. I feel like at that point, I do feel like men should have rights if they make every effort to not impregnate someone. I agree. And on our Supreme Court as Antonin Scalia, right. we will pass that law. I Good. absolutely 100% agree. I think especially if you're going into having sex with someone and you have, I would assume, even if you're hooking up at a bar, if you're hooking up with somebody at a bar, I'm quite sure you're not thinking to yourself, oh my God, we're making love and we're going to get pregnant. No. That's not what anybody's doing. So, yeah. But a lot in LA, a lot of, or, you know, will, they'll be looking for a paycheck. Yes, I believe, I, I think you're absolutely right. And even right. if you're I not looking for a right. paycheck, even if you don't want to have an abortion, but you need help, it's like, and the guy should be able to say, like, I don't, I can't afford this. I yeah, don't want to. I agree. Whatever. I absolutely agree. And at the same token, a woman, if she wants to, I don't care if you're married for 10 years and you get pregnant and you're like, shit, Larry, I got <laughs> pregnant. And he's like, I want to have the baby. Let's have another. And you're like, no, I don't want to give birth. I just don't want to. No, but now I'm going to sue you and make you have a baby. No. That's where I will shove a guy down a flight of stairs and fucking kill him. Like, no, mm-mm, absolutely not. Okay. Nope. Um, all right. So you guys, you probably didn't hear about it, but it's extremely fucking tragic. But you know what isn't tragic? A moment with Melania. <laughs> So, <laughs> President Trump and the First Lady were at Vitiligo Resort um, this weekend at a party for the Red Cross. And I thought this was the perfect opportunity to hear about it. So let's have a moment with Melania. It was a beautiful event. Thank you for bringing it up. We want to make lots of attention, bring two Red Cross <laughs> balls. The, we have wonderful event at Vidligo. My husband and I, we dance, we eat food. And you were wearing a pink dress. Pink is a color of Red Cross in my country. <laughs> 
and they say that, what can you do? What can you do, Melania, to bring tension to Red Cross? I say, oh, I wear pink dress. I go, look at me. I pink, but pink also color of red. And then they were asking Donald Trump questions about the ban, and you were... They were asking a lot of questions. Well, I don't know about some things so about bans. Uh, we don't ban, you know, I'd ban Roland. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my but God. I, Jesus. of course, I say to my husband, you, that's your work. You do your work, uh, whether it's ban on, um, you know, gro- uh, 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 dirty Muslims or maybe it's ban on refugees Immigrants not, you know, you need to watch who come to this country. Well, aren't you an immigrant? Well, now I see the Zen of America. <laughs> I did come here from another country, but I went through my, I went through all the right channels. And if you don't go through right channels, you on the wrong channel. <laughs> so, <laughs> you loser. So you better make sure to, you know, get right channel. The border, Mar-a-Lago is one for, they call it the second uh, White House. Because it's filled with only white people, <laughs> just like White House. But we uh, love it. We have fun. We dance. Someone tell me, Melania, are you going to eat dinner? I say, uh, yeah, I have um, a, a piece of pea <laughs> and a piece of macaron. I say, Baron, eat your f- vegetables during Red Cross because some families' oh, was houses... Baron there? Bar- of course, I don't go nowhere without Baron. Baron was there. There was a children's table. Oh, okay. And that had all the children. We took in children from, you know, tornadoes and things hmm. from Red Cross. Oh, like first responders. Well, I wish I was at the kids' table because I feel like your energy is so lovely that... I kind of wish you were like my adult caregiver. Listen, everyone welcome. Everyone. I don't know why my husband gets so much, you know, uh, heat and whatnot. I mean, we're here for everybody. I'm the first lady. I can't wait to start my um, campaign, a first lady campaign of um, stopping bullying. Okay, we have to go. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I guess I'll get on my uh, private plane and I'll guess I'll go home. Nice okay. talking with you. Oh, nice talking with you. Bye, Melania. Very pretty. That was a long moment with Melania. I hope everybody got their Melania fix. I know I did. I love Melania. I know. I do, too. Um, But it's the end of the show. So it's time for Julie to come up with her So There's That Moment of the Week. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, who will be listening this time, but never again, this is the part of the show (laughs) where Julie has to find one thing in all the shit that doesn't suck ass. So let's hear it. Um, you know, I was uh and it's never easy for her. One of the first people to really come down on Bernie Sanders. I mean, I have made fun of this guy more than anyone else Jewish on, on the planet. Jewish hate. I mean, it was Jewish on Jewish crime, like hard to, <laughs> hardcore. I mean, I've I basically said the guy looks like he talks and has bagels and lucks flying out of his mouth. I mean, I did. You know, I said everything. I like him, but I did talk a lot of shit about him. Now, I want to say what has happened, however, is through the, the all of the, the the this horror this horror show that's going on 
we have gotten to see the true genius of Bernie Sanders. He has really been the one to come out of all the Democrats. Hillary Clinton's not around. Where is Hillary Clinton? I haven't seen that bitch about to run for mayor, apparently. Not around. Well... I'll tell you who is around, and I'll tell you who's in the forefront and, and on going on. N- not sitting in Congress, sitting at these hearings, fucking grilling people going left in. and right and going in and not backing down and is really, truly, literally the only one who has made sense, has, has been hardcore, has really made me feel like there's a fighter in the ring. And it's Bernie Sanders. Yep. I want to say, uh, agree with you. And just say the thing that bothered, bothered you know us, and especially Julie, like during the election, was like he was brash and he was I- idealistic and he would say all this shit. And you know Hillary Clinton was so seasoned and had so much experience, like she just couldn't bring herself, you know, and isn't a you know an idiot man, but she couldn't bring herself to like <laughs> say things that were just ridiculous or just be scrappy and yeah. But yeah. but he said a lot of stuff that that wasn't realistic, no. the same way Donald Trump did. Right. But now it's like his brash promises and expectations he's pretty much the exact flip side of donald trump and he's the perfect foil and thank god thank god that there's a foil at all that's even like a a worthy adversary if you will he really is and he's been making me feel uh there's no one that i have seen who has given me a, a a sense of safety other than him so there's that so that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. We want to thank you guys for listening. We know we can get annoying and we probably don't make sense half the time. But as our treasured 14 listeners, you hang around even when you don't agree with us. And we really want to tell you that we appreciate you. Remember to hit us up on Facebook and Twitter with your questions and concerns and we'll read them on the show. We are at Mr. Julie Goldman and at The Brandy Howard. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But it's mostly been gay and um. Good night, Wigs. <laughs> Go to sleep, trash box. Bye. See you later next time. Oh. <laughs> I guess your flight didn't take off. I'm waiting on tarmac. I don't know where the plane is. I don't know. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast. A dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we going to die? I don't know. You're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh, uh, this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is Trump-A-S. T-R-U-M-P-A-N-A-N-A-S. What?